the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Sometimes God can ask us to do strange things, you know, uh, and it's sometimes you just you go in obedience, not really understanding why God's asking you to do this. And you say, hey, God asked me to do this. I, I feel I feel like God told me to do this. I think God told me to do this. And I'm going to go do it. And it seems strange. It might seem bizarre to people, but you do it out of obedience to the Lord. Now, it's not really clear where these numbers come from for the days or why these specific numbers where you have 390 days and then 40 days. What if you were told to go out into the city square and do or say something really obnoxious? It would be entirely embarrassing and humiliating. You would most likely say, absolutely not, for the sake of preserving your reputation and a sense of dignity. But today, Pastor Dan gives several examples where God asked Ezekiel to do some outlandish demonstrations that would have caused him to be ridiculed. He did these things in obedience because God had a message that needed to be given. Now, here's Pastor Dan in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 4, for today's edition of Ring of Truth. So this is now, we're going to enter into this section in chapters 4 and 5 where Ezekiel does kind of illustrated sermons or illustrated uh, parables. The reason that God has Ezekiel do this, we saw him do it also with Jeremiah, if you remember when we were going through Jeremiah. Uh, But the reason that God has Ezekiel do this is because the people are ignoring the word of God. They're not listening Uh, And so what God does now is he has Ezekiel kind of act out the message or kind of put on a little presentation or a little show to act out the message to try to get the attention of the people. Again, so you have these they're illustrated sermons. Uh, And I think one of the things, uh, you know, for us to consider with this is this really shows us God's heart. This really shows us God's heart for people. God doesn't want anyone to perish in their sins. He wants everyone to come to repentance. He wants everyone to come to salvation. And he will do whatever he can do to persuade people to repent and turn to him for salvation. God is relentless. That's what we see here. We see that God is relentless in pursuing lost people. He stops at nothing. Uh, even, Even asking his servants like Ezekiel to do things that would be humiliating to do. God stops at nothing, including sending his only son into this world. To die a humiliating death on the cross for mankind as a demonstration of his love for mankind. So verse one, you also, son of man, take a clay tablet 
and lay it before you and portray on it a city, Jerusalem. You know, the Babylonians used clay tablets like we use paper today. It's what they what they wrote on, what they uh, you know, wrote letters on and uh, or even drew maps on. Uh, archaeologists have found thousands of clay tablets from the Babylonians and from the ancient world. So here, Ezekiel is to take a clay tablet. He's to draw a map of the city of Jerusalem on it. And the the Jewish people that he was ministering to, they would have recognized that it was a map of the city of Jerusalem. Verse 2, then lay siege against it. Build a siege wall against it. And heap up a mound against it. Set camps against it also. And place battering rams against it all around. Moreover, take for yourself an iron plate and set it as an iron wall between you and the city. Set your face against it and it shall be besieged and you shall lay siege against it. This will be a sign to the house of Israel. Now, this, of course, was before the destruction of the city of Jerusalem by the Babylonians. And at this point, as Ezekiel is in the land of Babylon with the other exiles. At this point, there were false prophets in Babylon. And these false prophets were saying that their captivity in Babylon is not going to last very long. Soon they'll be going back home to Jerusalem and and Judah. You know, so you had these false prophets telling everybody, hey, don't unpack your suitcase. We're not going to be here very long. God's going to deliver us. God's going to bring us back to Jerusalem, we we don't have anything to worry about. Jerusalem will never fall. Jerusalem will never be conquered. And so what God does is God tells Ezekiel, hey, I want you to draw a map of Jerusalem. And then I want you to depict the siege and destruction that will come upon Jerusalem in a few short years. And so he makes this map and he creates these siege ramps. And I think about my sons playing with Legos and building little towns with Legos or Lincoln logs. And there is Ezekiel doing a similar kind of thing here. He's to take, it says uh, in verse three, uh, an iron plate, set it as an iron wall between you and the city. Iron in the Bible is a symbol of God's uh, kind of harsh judgment. Uh, Ezekiel was to place an iron plate between himself and the city of Jerusalem It symbolized the fact that the people in Babylon were not going to return back to Jerusalem anytime soon. They're not going back. As the false prophets declared, those false prophets were wrong. And this was done, we're told, as a sign for the whole house of Israel. And so God has Ezekiel do uh, this little demonstration with the map and building the siege ramps and and the whole thing. And, 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 you know, that's a little... It's maybe a little embarrassing for Ezekiel to do to kind of go out in the middle of the town, uh, you know, on a busy street and set this thing up and act this thing out. And, um, you know, a little bit embarrassing. Uh, But now in verses four to six, we've got another demonstration. that God has Ezekiel do another demonstration related to the destruction of Jerusalem. Uh, This one is a little bit more unusual. This one, in fact, is uh, downright bizarre. Uh, Look what he says in verse four. Lie also on your left side. So try to picture that. And lay the iniquity of the house of Israel upon it. According to the number of the days that you lie on it, you shall bear their iniquity. 
For I have laid on you the years of their iniquity according to the number of the days, 390 days. So you shall bear the iniquity of the house of Israel. And when you have completed them, the 390 days, then you're going to turn over and you're going to lie again on your right side. Then you shall bear the iniquity of the house of Judah 40 days. I have laid on you a day for each year. Therefore, you shall set your face toward the siege of Jerusalem. Remember the little map and siege that he just created. Your arms shall be uncovered and you shall prophesy against it. And this seems to be saying as he's lying there on his side, uh, on one side for 390 days and on the other side for 40 days, he's also supposed to point at Jerusalem, this little map of Jerusalem with all the siege ramps and everything that he created. He's to lie there quietly and point at the city. And surely I will restrain you so that you cannot turn from one side to another till you have ended the days of your siege. So he's not allowed to kind of toss and turn and get comfortable. Uh, he was to lay on one side for 390 days, representing the iniquity of the house of Israel, and then turn over and lay on the other side for 40 days, representing the iniquity of Judah. Sometimes God can ask us to do strange things, you know, uh, and it's sometimes you just you go in obedience, not really understanding why God's asking you to do this. And you say, hey, God asked me to do this. I, I feel I feel like God told me to do this. I think God told me to do this. And I'm going to go do it. And it seems strange, it might seem bizarre to people, but you do it out of obedience to the Lord. Now, it's not really clear where these numbers come from for the days or why these specific numbers where you have 390 days and then 40 days. When you look in the commentaries, there's about four or five different possible explanations that are offered as to what these days actually represent. I mean, we know they represent the years of iniquity of Israel and Judah, but, but how do they come up with those numbers? What are those numbers? What time frame do those numbers represent? We can't say for sure, uh, but we know they represent uh, the iniquity of, of Israel and Judah. Now, again, the people are ignoring God's word. That's why he has Ezekiel doing these crazy things. And certainly this must have gotten the attention of people. You know, as they walked by and they saw the little clay tablet with the map and the siege ramps and everything. And then you've got Ezekiel every day coming out, laying on his side, pointing over at the city uh, of Jerusalem on the tablet. <laughs> And the people must have thought, you know, what, what is he, what's going on? Why is he doing this? It must have made the people wonder about Ezekiel's actions. So that is much more embarrassing, isn't it? To, to lay on your side in front of everybody like this for all these days. Well, uh, it gets worse here. Verse 9, also take for yourself wheat, barley, beans, lentils, millet, and spelt, whatever that is, uh, put them into one vessel and make bread of them for yourself during the number of days that you lie on your side, 390 days, you shall eat it. And your food, which you eat, shall be by weight 20 shekels a day. From time to time, you shall eat it you shall also drink water by measure, one-sixth of a hen. From time to time you shall drink. 
and you shall eat it as barley cakes. Now check this out. And bake it using fuel of human waste in their sight. Then the Lord said, so shall the children of Israel eat their defiled bread among the Gentiles where I will drive them. Pastor Dan will share the second half of today's message in just a moment. But first, he'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can receive prayer for your needs. Do you need prayer today? Every week we receive prayer requests from our listeners. If you need prayer for anything at all, we would like to pray for you right now. You can share your prayer request with us through our website, calvaryec.com. Again, that's calvaryec.com or through our church app or by calling us at 410-491-4592. And can I ask you to pray for us as well? Pray for the Ring of Truth radio ministry as we bring the word of God to those who need it. Thanks, Pastor Dan, and thank you for praying. Now, let's finish today's message. So, now each day that he's laying on his side, he's instructed to bake a little bit of bread. You know, these little barley loaves, these little cakes. And this, this symbolized the severity of the famine that would come upon the city of Jerusalem during the Babylonian siege. Uh, it, you know, it says that he's to take uh, wheat and barley, beans, lentils, millet and spelt and mix them together and make one loaf of bread. Typically, they made bread out of wheat. But here the idea is uh, they don't have enough wheat to make bread. Uh, and they are, you know, they don't have enough of one single type of grain to make a loaf of bread. So they've got to mix together whatever they have to make one loaf. And this is speaking of famine. This is speaking of scarcity in the city of Jerusalem. If you remember our Jeremiah study, we talked a lot about that, of the famine that took place in the city of Jerusalem during the Babylonian siege. Remember the Babylonians, when they would come, like many armies in the ancient world, uh, when they laid siege to a city, they would surround the city. They would cut off the food supply and the water supply to the city. And then they would just starve the people out. And just wait for the people to either surrender or die from starvation and famine and pestilence inside the city. And then they would attack the city. We know that the Babylonians laid siege to the city of Jerusalem for at least 18 months, possibly longer, uh, where the people inside the city uh, you know, were going without food and they're starving. And here we see they're just throwing together whatever kind of grains they could come up with and beans and they are making bread out of that. Again, the false prophets were saying, hey, God's not going to allow anything bad to happen to Jerusalem. God's not going to allow Jerusalem to be conquered. We're going we're gonna to get to go back to Jerusalem soon. But God illustrated just how bad things would get in the city during the siege. Uh, the amounts that are given here, uh, when it talks about 20 shekels a day, uh, when it talks about drinking water by measure one-sixth of a hen. Listen to this. The amount given equals out to about eight ounces of bread a day and less than a liter of water per day. And as Ezekiel's laying there, you know, on his side throughout the day, he's, you know, he's rationing out this little portion of bread, eight ounces of bread, less than a liter of water throughout the day to symbolize the scarcity 
and famine that will take place in the city of Jerusalem during the siege of the Babylonians. And the bread is to be baked over fire made of human dung, human waste. That's pretty gross. (laughs) Now, in the ancient world, it was common to use uh, uh, the dung of animals for fuel, dried animal dung for fuel. But during the siege of Jerusalem, there will not be any animals left in the city. So human waste will be the only available fuel. That's how bad it's going to get. In verse 13, again, the Lord said, so shall the children of Israel eat their defiled bread among the Gentiles where I will drive them. Those Jews in captivity will be defiled in their captivity. So this is what God tells Ezekiel to do next. Now look at verse 14. So I said, oh, Lord, God, indeed, I have never defiled myself from my youth till now. Remember, he was a priest. He grew up in the home of a priest. I have never eaten what died of itself or was torn by beasts, nor has abominable flesh ever come into my mouth. Then he said to me, see, I, I, I am giving you cow dung instead of human waste, and you shall prepare your bread over it. Ezekiel objected to the use of human waste for fuel. And he objected because he had never broken any Jewish dietary Uh, law in his life, I would object just on the basis of it being disgusting. But he's, you know, he said, hey, I've kept the law. And now you're asking me to use something that's unclean to make to make bread. And and what's interesting to me here is God accommodates Ezekiel's requests. He allows Ezekiel to use cow dung instead, which, again, would have been acceptable. It was acceptable to use animal dung for fuel. Um, You know, in Philippians chapter four, verse six, it says, make your requests known to God. That's what Ezekiel does here. You see, he's going to obey the Lord, whatever the Lord's asked him to do. He's going to obey him. Even if he doesn't like it, he's going to obey the Lord. He's willing to obey. But he he made his requests known to God. He raised his objection with God. And God responded. And God accommodated his objection. It's okay, you know, to make your request known to God. I mean, Lord, I'm going to obey you, whatever you ask me to do, but could we use something else? <laughs> you know, could we do this differently? It's just, you know, Jesus in the garden, same thing. Lord, if there's any other way, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. As long as you're willing to do God's will, ultimately, well, then it's okay to raise uh, any kind of request that you may have. Lord, can we do it this way? Instead, I'll do whatever you want me to do, but can we do it this way? Look at verse 16. Moreover, he said to me, son of man, surely I will cut off the supply of bread in Jerusalem. They shall eat bread by weight and they will eat it with anxiety. And they shall drink water by measure and with dread. They're going to have to ration the water again, less than a liter a day. I mean, you know, eight ounces of bread, less than a liter of water. That, that's barely keeping people alive uh, with that little food and water. And so they're, they're eating this bread uh, with anxiety. They're drinking the water with dread because at the same time, the Babylonian army is encamped all around the city. Just waiting. And they know that it's inevitable. 
They know where things are going to go. God says here, I will cut off their supply of bread. They're going to eat bread by weight and with anxiety, where they get to measure it out. They're going to drink water by measure and with dread, that they may lack bread and water and be dismayed with one another and waste away. Here's why. Because of their iniquity. Because of their iniquity. God wanted his people to know this terrible siege was coming upon Jerusalem. And both bread and water, I mean, the basic necessities of life here. I mean, we're not talking about steaks. We're talking about bread. Bread and water will be cut off from the people. And God told them ahead of time. He told them ahead of time. And he told them that this is because of their iniquity. It is the result of their rebellion against God. It is the result of them hardening their heart and stiffening their neck and refusing to repent and refusing to turn back to God. That this is just the natural consequence of their rebellion. That God is now lifting his hand of protection off of them and allowing this enemy army to come in and lay siege to the city of Jerusalem and starve out the people to the point that these people go through uh, just unbelievable circumstances and the city is destroyed and burned to the ground. And it's all because of their iniquity. Sin has consequences to it. Sin has consequences. You know, being stubborn and stiff necked and hard hearted against the Lord, it just has consequences. God wants us to repent of our sins. God wants us to walk in the light with our sins. God wants us to confess our sins to him. And he promises that he will be faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us of all of our unrighteousness. That's what he desires for us, for our own good. For our own good, so that we can avoid some of the natural consequences that come from living a life outside of God's will and living a life of rebellion, going our own direction and all that comes with that so that we can avoid it. And we'll stop there. We'll pick it up with chapter five next time. He asked me how I know and I say bring sure than the finest crystal. You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan is teaching through the book of Ezekiel. The Israelites had a difficult time trusting God, especially when things didn't go their way. But despite their wavering faith, God's faithfulness never wavered. He even sent someone like Ezekiel to speak not only truth, but hope. God had something much greater for the Israelites, and He has something much greater for you, too. If today's message with Pastor Dan on Ring of Truth has touched you, and you'd like to know more about how God can change your life, we'd love to talk with you. Please give us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. You can also send us an email through our website, 
calvaryec.com. And we highly encourage you to find a church home that will help guide and support you in your growing faith. If you're ever in the Columbia, Maryland area, we'd love to have you join us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. Each week, we gather together for a time of worship and Bible study. And we'd love to have you join us. You can visit our website at calvaryec.com to find directions, service times, and what you can expect when you join us. We want to say thank you for joining us today. Pastor Dan will have much more to share from the Bible when you tune in next time, right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. takes